Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is February 21st, and our reading comes from Mark chapter 5. And today I want to talk to us about a really challenging topic that Mark touches on in today's reading. Beginning in verse 21, here's what it says. Jesus got in the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then a leader from the local synagogue, whose name was Jairus, arrived. And when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet, pleading fervently with him. My daughter is dying, he said. Please come, lay your hands on her, heal her, so we can live. One of the biggest challenges, struggles, I think, in American Christianity, both for believers and unbelievers is this question. If there is a God, why is there so much suffering in our world? If I am a Christian, if I do love Jesus, why doesn't Jesus heal me? Let me read the rest of the story and let's talk about it. So Jesus went with him and all the people followed crowding around him. And a woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding. So she's had a physical sickness and for 12 years she's seen doctors, she's been praying and nothing helps her. So, verse 26 says, she suffered a great deal from many doctors over the years. She'd spent everything she had paying them, but gotten no better. In fact, she got worse. So, she had heard about Jesus, and she came up behind him through the crowd and touched his robe. For she thought to herself, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. And immediately, the bleeding stopped. She was healed. She could feel in her body that something had been healed of her terrible condition. Watch this. Jesus realized at once that healing power had gone out from him. So he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my robe? His disciples said, to look at this crowd pressing around you, how, how can you even ask the question, who touched me? I mean, lots of people have touched you, but he kept on looking around to see who had done it. Then the frightened woman, trembling at the realization of what had happened to her, came and fell to her knees in front of Jesus and told him what she had done. He said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Your suffering is over. Well, while he was still speaking, messengers arrived from the house of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. They told him, your daughter is dead. There's no need to bother the teacher any longer. But Jesus overheard him and said, don't be afraid. Just believe. Have faith. Verse 37, so Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John. And when they came to the house of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion and weeping and wailing. And he went inside and asked, why all this commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. Well, the crowd laughed at him. They knew he, she was dead. But he made them all leave. And he took the girl's father and mother and the three disciples into the room where the girl was lying. Holding her hand, he said to her, little girl, get up. And the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone what had happened. And then he told them to give her something to eat. 
All right, there's a couple of things in this story I want to highlight, and then I want to again wrestle with this question. Why does God allow all the pain? Why do we continue to suffer? First, I want you to recognize when the woman with the issue of blood, this bleeding issue, comes to Jesus and touches him, it's not enough for Jesus. Listen carefully for this. It is not enough for Jesus to heal your body. Jesus wants to heal your heart. Jesus wants to fill your soul. So this woman touches him and she gets the healing that she needs. But Jesus is not going to stop there. He stops. He's on his way to Jairus' house, but he stops and says, who touched me? I felt power. And one of the other uh, gospels, Jesus says, I felt power go out from me. Who touched me? Somebody got healed. Who is it? Why is he asking that question? Here's why. He doesn't want that lady leaving with a whole body and a broken heart. He doesn't want that lady leaving without letting her know, I see you. And I care about you. You didn't just get lucky and and tap into some power. You didn't steal something from me. You're a daughter of the king. And I care about you. I love you. Jesus wants to look her in the eye. Jesus wants her to understand. I see you. I care about you. I'm with you. I'm the one who chose to heal you. Isn't that good? Now, let's come back to this question. And I think what we see in this story, I think is so helpful. Why does God allow pain? This is hard to hear. But I think we all have to be honest. If we examine our own heart, our own life, our own story, the truth is it is our pain that turns us to Jesus. You remember when Jesus says it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. In other words, when everything in your life is easy, when everything is up and to the right, when you have plenty of money and you look great and everybody wants to be like you and you never suffer, the truth is that kind of life for almost everybody, I don't know an exception, for almost everybody, that kind of life leads us into independence, self-sufficiency, a naive pride about our success and circumstances, and and we must be better than everybody and greater than everybody, because look at how great our life is. The truth is that can be devastating. Probably the most dangerous thing in the world is success. It's not suffering. It's success. Think about our story. There are two main characters. There's Jairus who is desperately seeking Jesus. Why? Because he's suffering. His daughter is dying. There's another woman who's desperately seeking Jesus. She's breaking through the crowd. This is a woman who is unclean, an outsider, an outcast. If everybody would have recognized who she was and would have realized that she's bleeding, she would have never gotten anywhere near Jesus. But she breaks through all those barriers, desperate to get hold of Jesus. You know, the truth is there were a lot of people around Jesus and the first century. Most weren't paying attention. But it was in their pain, their pain drove them 
to Jesus. I don't know about you, but this is certainly true for me. My pain, my fear, being in a situation where I was over my head. It was the storms in my life, the failure in my life, the suffering in my life, literally the pain in my life that pushed me into Jesus. Listen, I have somebody in my life that I love so much who's been struggling in pain for almost five years. And I know what that's like. I have seen it up close. I've seen her suffering up close. But here's what I also know. Our pain pushes us into Jesus. That's true for me. That's true for her. It's probably true for you. In fact, the reason you're listening to this podcast, you can probably trace it back to your pain. So listen, I don't like pain any more than anybody else. But I'm grateful that my pain pushed me into Jesus. And in a falling world, I don't think God causes our pain. I think our pain, our suffering, our sickness, death is the result of the fall, the result of sin, the result of the curse. However, God works through our pain, through our suffering to draw us into a deeper relationship with Him. And listen, this is so important to understand. Your healing is coming. And for some of us, that healing won't come until we meet Jesus. But either way, our suffering is light and momentary compared to the far surpassing glory, the rewards, all that God is preparing for us is far greater than what we suffer now. And the truth is, if our suffering now pushes us into Jesus, which produces and leads us into that reward, so be it. God, thank you for the pain in my life that's helping me receive a deeper relationship today and an eternal reward, paradise with you forever. So I think that just kind of gives us a different perspective on how God is working through our pain to deepen our faith and draw us closer to Him. And one day, listen, your healing is on the way. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for our suffering. God, we rejoice in our weakness. We rejoice in our suffering because our suffering taught us dependence. Our suffering has pushed us into you. Our suffering has caused us to take hold of you in a way that the truth is we don't when everything's going great. So Lord, we thank you for that. And we will hang on with faith, believing that our healing is coming. And between now and then, God, we want to just walk with you and trust you every day for all that we need. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. hope that encourages you. And man, if you're going through a difficult time, just know that God's with you, that we love you, praying for you, and uh, just allow your pain to keep pushing you into Jesus. And when we push into Jesus, our healing either happens now or it is certainly guaranteed to come. Well, have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.